Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today. As you are making an intentional choice to fix your heart on Jesus, the one we are supposed to be celebrating this time of year. My hope and prayer is that this would be an encouragement to you and remind you that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know we could all use something that would help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy of this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study and Online Women's Retreat. If you are looking to grow in God's Word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to our members. Finally, this January is the next Online Women's Retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now let's get started with focusing our hearts and minds on the one who came for all. For All, Day 5, Wiseman with Kelly King. Talk to God, praise, repent, ask, yield, and stop and listen. My son was five years old when he was chosen to portray the young Jesus accepting the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh from the Wiseman in our church's annual Christmas production. My fair-skinned, blue-eyed, red-headed little boy had no resemblance of the Christ child, but this didn't distract him from taking the role very seriously. Each night of the performance, we would stand stoically next to Mary and Joseph as the wise men made their grand entrance complete with pomp and circumstance. There were no lines to memorize, no choreographed movements. His only job was to stand still, and that's hard enough for little boys, and watch the wise men bow and lay gifts at his feet. Though more than 20 years ago, that particular memory has caused me more times to consider the role of the wise men in the Christmas story. I've often wondered about the timing of their arrival, their long journey, and how their encounter with Emmanuel, God with us, changed their lives. Prompt. Describe a life-changing moment, a time you experienced God with you. The story of the Magi from the East is found in Matthew chapter 2, and their story is often incorrectly told. Traditional Christmas accounts tend to place them at the manger the night of Christ was born. Yet it is more likely their arrival didn't happen for several months, even up to two years. We traditionally say there was three of them, yet scripture never indicates their number. We tend to base this off of the three gifts. But who were these guys? Matthew 2, 1-11 Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea and the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, so so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler." Who is shepherd my people Israel. 
Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that had they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And, offer, and opening their get treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. First, we know the wise men came from the east during the time of King Herod. Magi were often scholars and astrologers. They were not Jews, a reminder that Jesus' arrival was for everyone, not just Israel. Many people during this time in history were fascinated by historical events that correlated to galactic occurrences. The original language for Magi is compared to Daniel. They had read the prophecies and were aware that Jews eagerly anticipated a king, even though it had been hundreds of years since the original prophecy in Micah. These wise men were not just led by a star, but they were the revelation of God's word. It's a reminder for all of us to be led first by scripture and not the opinions of men or creation. Question. When are you tempted to be led by the opinions of those around you instead of God's word? Making their way to Bethlehem, first, they first stopped and paid King Herod a visit. Leaving King Herod, the wise men made their way to the house where Jesus was. Scripture says in Matthew 2, 9-10, After hearing the king, they went on their way, and there it was, the star they had seen at its rising. It led them until it came and stopped above the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overwhelmed with joy. As an act of worship, they bowed before the king and delivered gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Not only were these extravagant gifts, they were symbolic and significant. The gold represented Jesus' position as king. The incense was symbolic of Jesus as a high priest, and the, mit, and the myrrh was symbolic of his death, a foreshadowing of what would happen on the cross. Question, what is one visible and tangible act of worship you can give to your Savior this week? Following their visit, both the wise men and Joseph received warnings in the form of dreams. We never hear of the wise men again, and yet you know they returned home without paying Herod a return visit. Surely they returned, telling the story again and again for the rest of their lives. They met Jesus. We never hear of the star again, yet we know Joseph fled Bethlehem and the family settled in Egypt and did Herod's death. Surely the gold given by the wise men became a practical gift to sustain them during this time. You and I can learn so much from the few verses of scripture surrounding the wise men's visits to young people. We learn God reveals himself in a multitude of ways and for all people, from the lowliest of shepherds to the scholarly magi. We are reminded that when we truly worship, we are humbled. Whether we physically fall to our knees in adoration or bend our hearts toward him, like the wise men, let's, not, let's spend more effort focused on what we will give Christ rather than on the gifts under our trees. He's ready to use what you bring, your finances, your time, your talents. Most of all, when you truly encounter Jesus, our lives are forever changed, compelling us to share our story with the rest of our earthly lives. And doer of the word, how can you apply what you have learned from the Lord today?
I hope that was encouraging to you. Remember that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. It would be so helpful if you would leave a review of this show, plus share this with your friends and family. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free Advent study. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. I'll see you next time, friend. Bye.